Hello and welcome once again to the Drummers Beat, the official Church on the Drums podcast. This is episode 44, and this is the first Unpopular Opinions episode of 2016. So me, DJ Byrne, and Malcolm want to give you our opinions on everything from Future, to Cam Newton, to Drake, Beyonce, and specifically the Formation song and video, and some other topics that will surely stir up some conversation. Also, this week's music break features One in a Million by Trip Fontaine featuring Mo and Tommy G. Make sure you check that out. It's also available to listen to on flypapermagazine.com as always follow us on instagram church on the drums follow us on twitter church on the drum make sure you follow me on twitter at dj underscore b-e-r-n or just dj burn on instagram make sure you follow malcolm e-h underscore k-e-e-s on twitter and instagram and make sure you hit up flypapermagazine.com early and often yep try something new while we're recording this time this is to the drummers beat the official church on the drums podcast sponsored by flypapermagazine.com and the we are music.tv app i am dj burn and i'm very happy to be here this is the earliest podcast we've ever recorded so i'm trying to get more energy <laughs> i didn't listen to ultralight babies this morning but it's cool i'm still like he's still like he's i listen to uh I'm I'm thankful for the church because I listened last night for the first time to the original version of Wolves. And I thought it was, when I asked somebody in the church, I think it was um, Calvin, I asked him, was it CD quality? Or no, it was... Um, it was Travis. No. The Travis is the one that posted the link, but the person I was talking about it was either Calvin or Zay. And I was like... Um, if I was you like, tell me what happened, then I can tell you who I, it was. Oh, yeah, this was yesterday. As a matter of fact, I asked him, like, uh, I was like, is Wolves on there CD quality? And they said, oh, I don't know, but it, 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 it sounds like it's unmixed. So I was thinking, or not properly mixed and mastered. And I was like, man, if I download this and it's the YouTube Sia that they insert in there. So I listened to the Wolves. And yeah, it's definitely studio quality. It's just like, it, it probably mixed a little bit better. Mm. So ever since I heard that, that that was the quality, not only have I been listening to it on repeat, I actually added it to the official The Life of Pablo that I you got. You see, that's one thing that I don't like about Tidal is that I can't upload my own music. You know what I mean? So I'm not listening to the Life of Pablo in any other way besides like on uh, what's on title. Yeah, or in my car because like I'm not gonna download it to my phone and then listen to it off of a you know like a, a different media player app or whatever. Um, so the positive to that is I'm listening to it on um, Apple Music. Uh-huh. Well, I'm sorry, I'm listening to it through my iTunes and Kanye ain't getting no money off these streams. And, exactly, and I kind of feel bad about that. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? And so, like, it, it, even, like, I thought about it. I was like, I could just update the version of my car or whatever because that's on a USB stick. But then, but then if I do that, every time I go back and listen to it on my phone, listen to it on title from my computer anyway, then it's like, like, I'm going to feel like uh, I'm missing something. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, not that we haven't talked about Kanye West enough. I just want to say, out of all those OG tracks, um, the only one that really stood out was The Wolves. The, um, I miss the old Kanye. That's not like a mixtape song. And I understand like the sample behind it. Um, if you guys haven't heard it, it sounds like a, like one of Kanye's first, like, like when he first started producing, if he was picking a sample for a song, that's what it sounds like. Is this the one that, uh, that Keyway made? No. Well, I don't know if it's the one Keyway made, but it's the one that's in that Life of Pablo OG links. So that, the Life of Pablo OG links, cause I haven't downloaded it yet. Is it a, is it like the entire album or is it just the bonus tracks? 
No, it's um, I'm gonna pull it up real quick, but it is basically like seven or eight songs that are on the life of Pablo, but there are different versions of them. Uh-huh. Like for example, um, let me just I'm gonna just play a real quick sample of it. That's okay. Is this Key Wayne? Just let it go for a second. This is our Mr. Kanye OG version. No, this ain't. So yeah, I like so this, this is smooth. I feel like this with the sample, let me go. Um, it, it wouldn't fit in the album, mm-hmm. but I actually like it. So there's other ones on here. Real quick, I mean, especially since we got a little bit more time or whatever. Um. How do you, now that like it's been a little bit or whatever, like how do you feel about The Life of Pablo? I feel like this is why we shouldn't talk about albums when they first come out, because I definitely overreacted. Not that it's not a good album, but the the best album in the last four years. Yeah. Is that what you said? Or <laughs> something, something like that. I don't know. But I still enjoy it. Burm is definitely standing harder than I was. <laughs> I still feel like uh, from a creative aspect and from... Like everybody thought he was gonna fall off, and like you know what, you listen to it, you listen to it for the first time the day after it came out on title or whatever, and then we had the recording for it the next day after. Right, I heard it for the first time on Thursday at the recording and everything, and then I listened to the stream version on Friday and Saturday, and then the actual album. Yes, I had more time to process, so that makes sense or whatever. The reason why. Like, you were a little bit more extreme. But you left the church when I was in there. Because, like, nigga, I was in there like, oh, my God. Spazzing. Like, this shit is fucking nuts and everything. So, there's um, there's other stuff on here, like the unedited version of School Spirit. The, the extended oh, version of, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the extended version of uh, I Don't Like, you know, with Pusha T's full verse. Word? Um, oh, shit. Mama's Boyfriend. I mean, we all heard that, right? I love that song. Um, Sin City Remix. New God Flow. I feel like the New God Flow is the exact same one that's on um, Cruel Summer. But other stuff that's on here is uh, Only One with Ty Dolla Sign on it. Uh, Fall Out of Heaven, which that song's kind of butt. Is it? Um, FML with Travis Scott on it, which it's not bad. I can just see why this one wasn't didn't make the album. Um, highlights with... Um, it's just not a good version of it. Like... It's Kanye at the beginning singing that, tell my baby I'm back, instead of uh, Young Thug, even mm-hmm. though Young Thug's still on the song. It's a song called The Mind is Powerful featuring Swiss Beats that is a throwaway track of all throwaway tracks. I'm like, man, if this would have came on an album, I, I'd have been mad disappointed. And, and like, the, the, my rating of the album would have went down a few notches because it's just not a good song. There's a song called New Angels. There's an original version of Waves and an original version of Fade, which Fade sounds exactly the same to me. And this has the All Day remix on it as well. Oh, they remix with Kendrick? Yeah. I wonder if these were like the Good Fridays. Uh, possibly. But yeah, the point I was trying to make is uh that Wolves though, it starts out with the Frank Ocean clip, then it goes into pretty much the song version that they um performed on SNL. But like Did it have CD the rap at the end? No. Uh, there was a rap? Yeah, the Kanye's rap. No, oh, no, the original rap, no. No, I'm saying that's on the album. Yeah, the rap that's on the album is not on the song because yeah. it, it wasn't on the. I mean, it wasn't on Saturday Night Live performance. It's exactly what's on the Saturday Night performance. It's just it's sequenced and, and produced a little bit different. But yeah. I'll sacrifice that. I no, the rap kind of makes the song better to me. Like I like the song or whatever, but it's like going back to listen to it without the raps now. Like it's gonna be hard. I will say, and I don't know if this is on purpose. I, I feel like 
Frank Ocean's part sound like he he was recording like like the way we record this podcast. Like it didn't sound like he was in a booth or anything because mm. it had that kind of like echoey sound behind it. I don't know if that was on purpose because it's Frank Ocean uh-huh. and trying to make it sound mysterious. But anyway, that's enough to Kanye talk. We had enough of that last week. Two episodes dropped last week. The Life of Pablo it's part crazy, one. Did part you know two. that there's been more music coming out since then? <laughs> I was actually going to get to that. Did it. Well, I mean, the most anticipated album besides Kanye did drop on Friday. Young Dolph, King of King of Memphis. That was actually uh, pretty good. BJ and the Chicago Kid dropped. Uh, I actually want to check that out. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yo Gotti dropped. Yo Gotti was um, actually pretty good. I don't know if it's because of the features or not, but um, Pusha T has an incredible verse on there. Does so, he? So if you're not even a Yo Gotti fan, check out that um, Yo Gotti featuring Pusha T, Pusha T song. I went back and listened to the uh, to the um, Pusha T album mm-hmm. last night. That shit is still fire, bro. Like it's really, 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 the really, yeah. really, really, really good. Um, also came out well, Evil. You know that came out a while ago, but it's finally on title. The Justice album, The Justice League. Oh, yeah. Did you listen to it? Yes. Yeah, that came out. Um, I mean, that's been out for a while too, but. You know, all these things actually officially came out. And, and French Montana Wave Guys mixtape came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually not bad. I mean, I I know a lot of people aren't French Montana fans, but... I'm definitely not. This uh, <laughs> this sounds pretty good. And even if you're not a fan, um, Big, John, Big Sean had a great verse on the song with him and Travis Scott. <laughs> and there's also a song with Kanye West and Nas, which is kind of overrated. Really? You think it's overrated? It was mad auto-tuning. I, I ain't like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Kanye loves to sing. It wasn't even, like, current Kanye West auto-tune or even 808's auto-tune. It was like, I'm, I'm this is my first time using it. I'm going to just scream. You know Kanye's been using auto-tune since College Dropout, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, like, um, that, you know this one we're talking about. It's like, um, don't I could literally be any. No, it's like right after, like all falls down or some shit. Right before. No, right after. Oops. Right before, bro. Is it? Yeah. It's like I'm not. Yeah, because it was after graduation day. Wait, are you? Were you being sarcastic when you said that you don't remember that? I don't remember, but as soon as you said it, I remember. That's kind of same right there. I don't know if it's the same as all as all two. That sounds more like the Roger Troutman thing, which the is not, which is not technically auto tune. He said that was auto tune. Maybe he don't know what it's called. <laughs> okay, um, auto tune wasn't even invented until like this is T Pain and all that type of shit too. Well, listen, this is what I'm, t- what I'm trying to tell you. Well, he said that he was like, you know, and this at uh, Coachella, I think he said he was like, I prefer to sing than to rap, but I can't sing. But I be trying to sing. Everybody be like, stop singing in the studio. They're like, nah, fuck it, I'ma sing. I like singing and everything. That's the reason why he started doing auto tune. Did you also did you see a video? Which one? The all day video. Um, no, uh, the one that just came out. Yeah. With- wasn't didn't this thing come out like last year though? I feel like a snippet of it did, but the full. It's like him dancing out. in like yeah. the empty room and shit. This is kind of weird, too. huh? It was it was very like not creative. For, uh-huh. Like I wouldn't expect that from Kanye West, and the song at the end was kind of butt, or whatever the unreleased song is. The thing is, is that Kanye he be like he be going out and being inspired by all these like different like things or whatever, you know, like going down to the art museums and everything like that. So like he I don't want to say he takes himself too seriously, but like he uh, tries to. It's like throwing like a paintball up against the wall, looking at it, it's like that's art right there. You know what I mean? 
And it's like, I mean, sometimes I get it, it works or whatever, but like sometimes it's just like, like, bro, you're doing, I don't want to say too much or whatever, but it's not coming out the way that you, that you think that it is. You know what I mean? I mean, like you could tell he was just trying to do like some minimalist type shit or whatever. But <laughs> and this shit just looks like not creative. At yeah, all exactly. Like, I'm sure he had an angle behind it. I'm sure he didn't mean him for it to just be like, oh, I'm just going and do some shit. It, was it definitely just bad like execution that. or whatever. He was like, I'm gonna be dancing in the room and niggas just gonna love it. It's like I wouldn't even put the video out, but maybe he didn't put it out. Maybe somebody else, um, like whoever shot it or whoever. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it was leaked. So, oops. But um. What I do, uh, oh yeah, so I'm sorry. Let's get to the topic at hand here. Unpopular opinions. Yeah, this is the, uh, fifth unpopular opinions episode. I'm gonna have to figure it out before I post this because I really don't know. Uh, I'll look. Yeah, the last one that we did was Other Nigga Shit, Volume 4. And then before that, we had Unpopular Opinions. This was almost 20 episodes ago. Uh, number four, so this is number five. Oh, I see, I'm glad it worked. What? I remember what my unpopular music opinion was. Okay. So, you want to go first? Um, no. <laughs> I told you that. All right, so, like, as many unpopular opinions as I have, like, on a daily basis or whatever, like, for some reason, I had the hardest time, like, coming up with unpopular opinions for this episode. So, that's cool. But I do have a couple of them. No, I'll start. I, fu- I finally saw Deadpool. It shit was great. It was an incredible movie and everything. Like, it was really funny and all that type of stuff. But it's not top five Marvel movies. It's definitely not top three Marvel. It's absolutely not the best Marvel movie. It's not top three Marvel movies, and it might not be top five. That's my my first unpopular opinion. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. A lot of people, like, when they first see it, they're like, oh, my God, it's the best Marvel movie ever. Uh, Rated R, uh, cussing, sex, titties. Well... (laughs) <laughs> I think that's just people hyping stuff as they usually do. But go ahead and tell me why you don't think it's top three or five or whatever. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I just think it's an origin story. And like it might be like at the top tier of the origin stories, but I still think that Iron Man's origin story is more cohesively put together. And even though like Ryan Reynolds like he has the whole like cussing and all that type of stuff and like his character is like different than everybody else's because it like breaks the fourth wall and all that, it still is extremely form- formulaic. And for it to be after X-Men, after Spider-Man, after another Spider-Man, after Iron Man, after Ant-Man, after Captain America, after Thor, after like all after all these different like people, after Hulk and everything, where we have like the de- uh, deposition like gone through the motions of them becoming a superhero, like for it to see it again with it being um, uh, Deadpool or whatever, it's like the plot fell back into that same like uh that same formula, you know what I mean? And I think that that kind of hurt it. Um, not in terms of it being bad or anything, it's just that like it wasn't fresh in that way. Like, it was the same old story, it was just a different character that was plugged in. Does that make sense? I, I, I mean, that, I mean, with origin stories, that's kind of how it's going to go. Like, how else could they introduce somebody without giving origin? But I will say... Guardians of the Galaxy it was uh, different. Yeah, but, I mean... In that same sense, Deadpool was different because they, they like it wasn't linear. It wasn't like from the from the from the beginning. A lot of uh, origin stories are linear. Huh? Let me think of another one. Other than Guardians, Guardians wasn't linear. But no, there's another one that's not linear. 
I mean, because I, I all the ones you named, except for maybe Iron Man, because they kind of cut right in the middle. Yeah, Iron Man wasn't linear. But everything else was definitely, I mean, not definitely, but I mean, everything else I can think of, Spider-Man, Hulk. Captain America Thor, was linear too, huh? Captain America. Like, it all started like, this is them before, and this was them, this was them after. But, uh, okay, so, I mean, regardless of that, like, what do you think the top three Marvel movies are, then? Um, Avengers 1, the first Avengers, uh, The Winter Soldier, and then... I don't know, that's where it kind of gets dicey and everything. There's a couple contenders, so I want to put Thor in there, either the first or the second one. Iron Man 2, but like that deserves a consideration. And then Spider-Man 2, um, the X-Men uh, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. I think that was a better one. Um, X2, I think that that was, like from the original X-Men movies, I think that was the best one. Uh... There's another one that I feel like I'm missing. Absolutely not any of the Amazing Spider-Mans. Um, <laughs> I just watched Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I don't think that was bad. It just wasn't as good as Spider-Man 1 or 2. Right, the original maybe, Spider-Man maybe 1 Maybe 3. Two. Spider-Man 1 was better than it, in my opinion. I feel like um, if you ask me what I personally like Marvel movies, it's going to be Deadpool, Guardians, and... Guardians, Guardians, absolutely. And, uh, it's top three. The, the Winter Soldier, but as far as w- w- what I would say, the best movies are, um, is probably Winter Soldier. Um, Winter Iron Soldier Man is two. the best one, like period, out of all of them. Yeah, I, you don't I, think so? No, I'm saying like yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I think Civil War might be better. Yeah, I can't wait for Civil War. I think Captain America is underrated, bro. Like his movie series, like everybody's like, "Oh, Iron I got Man. two movies." No, I'm saying, uh, Mo, uh-huh. the Avengers is basically a Captain America movie. <laughs> the Avengers is basically a Iron Man movie too. Yeah, it's a. I, I will include it in both of their catalogs. Right? I feel like yeah, I feel like Iron Man and Captain America got the most shine in both of those movies. Yeah, in both of them, and both Avengers too. So, right. So, um, my Wait, what was uh, your other one? Oh, I thought I said did I say three. No. Um, Iron Man two, The Winter Soldier. Damn! Oh, Days of Future's Past, mm-hmm. which I feel like Apocalypse is going to be a, a, a letdown. But you thought the Deadpool was going to be a letdown too? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I never said that. Well, I maybe never you said, just that. said you, you weren't watching like any of the previews or any of that. No, yeah, I didn't watch the previews because I didn't want to ruin ruin the movie. You know yeah. how you watch? There's a clip on uh, YouTube right now of all the Batman versus Superman um, previews put together. I'm like, I don't want to watch the whole movie before it comes out. Yeah, it's like, a whole damn movie. But uh, okay, I feel like that movie's going to be dope. Oh, can I take this time real quick to apologize? Yeah. All right, did I talk about this on the podcast last week? No. All right. So to everybody that signed up for the um, the Deadpool screening last week, uh, we are sincerely apologetic from Flypaper um, that we had to cancel it. The guy that worked at Studio Movie Grill, who we had been working with, who we had the the deal worked out with, he either quit or got fired the weekend ahead of the viewing. So when we went in to finalize like uh, the detail, let them know how many people had signed up, and so we could uh, get the right theater reserved. Um, their their corporate office or whatever was in town, and, and they was like, like, nah. like, nah, we're not doing that. It was like, what do you mean not doing that? And it was like, nah, we're not doing that. So we had over a hundred people signed up for it, and like everybody was like all that down. I was sick about it. So especially since people were probably waiting to yeah. like. Because the, the 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 screening was after it came out. Yeah, it was the two the Tuesday immediately after it came out. Yeah, so people were probably like, I'll I mean, it was off. still free. I mean, it was still five dollar Tuesdays and everything. So it's like if you were set on going to the movie, you yeah. could still go for cheaper than you would if you had gone like over the weekend and everything. But it still was a that's when I went on a five dollar Tuesday. 
Um, so my unpopular opinion is music related. My first one, I think Views from a Six is gonna be a letdown. Do you? I actually, I, I don't disagree with that. Like I said last week, remember I was like Drake has to do something. I was like, why well, he I do something or whatever? I just like I feel like he um like he has a, a huge burden on his shoulder, like a career trajectory. Like he needs to put out his version of the blueprint. You know what I mean? And that's a high like expectation. <gasps> Excuse me from somebody. Like people say the blueprint is one of the best hip hop albums of all time. You know what I mean? So like Drake needs to put out one of the best hip hop albums of all time. And what has he done recently to make you think that? He's capable of doing that. So you want me to tell you why it's my popular opinion? I apologize. Okay. I was just, you know. Because I agree with all that, and because um, with Kendrick and J. Cole and Kanye and pretty much all of our favorite artists, with, the, with, with their last release, they did something that was either unexpected or that exceeded expectations. And I feel like Drake is going to put out a well-polished, if you're reading this, it's too late. Um... I, I, if he puts out a well polished, if you're reading this too late, then I'll be happy. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a well accepted. And I'm sure it's gonna be quality songs on there that you can enjoy, but it's not gonna be like what we've been waiting for for how long now? A lot, a long time. So and six, also six 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 six. He's, I agree. he's in the Carter Five territory now. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and that's kind of the thing, like the Carter Five with the with the not quite detox, but it's just like we expected so much from it. And I feel like the the like, you know the 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 general population is gonna be like, oh, it's new Drake, oh, it's fire. Kind of how people were with Summer Sixteen. I listened to Summer Sixteen last night, and that shit's still a bop, bro. It is, but it's not like you know when new music from Drake come out, it's supposed to be oh world like like kind of how that that Rihanna song is is, is major right now. Um, summer 16 is not really major in my opinion. So, and I feel like his most creative project was, uh, nothing was the same. And I feel like he's not really in a space where he, he can just do like whatever he wants creatively. He has to do something for radio and has to do something for his, and he's going to have to like people are expecting him to address the meek stuff more. And I just feel like, I mean, if I had to bet on it, I, I'm sure I'm going to be underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it, it doesn't have the ability to be great. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, putting out a, re- uh, a release date for it kind of took some of the lure from it. Because it? people were just expecting it to drop out of nowhere. So anticipation was building. But now until April, people don't really don't give a shit about it until April come. So, yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. My first one is that Views from the Six is going to be underwhelming. Six, 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 six. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I'm, I'm, I'm just like it's like what you said or whatever about it, it be go- being good that we took some time to, um, that we took some time to like really like listen to the life of Pablo because then you get like more of an honest and like real like feedback and shit. But with views. Like, I think that everybody is waiting for it to drop so that they can call it a classic or a flop. You know what I mean? Versus waiting just for it to come or whatever, enjoying all the music up until then. And then once that comes, then just, like, enjoying it and letting it ride or whatever and and seeing how it grows and how it sounds over the course of a year. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to, like... I mean, we just did the same thing for the life of Pablo. People are going to wreck it where... It where it goes in his discography and everything. Two days after it comes out, people are going to say 
has he fallen off or is he back being the kingmaker or whatever the day that it comes out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not really going to get a fair shake. It, I mean, I know that's the, the world that we live in right now. That's but crazy. it's almost impossible, you know what I mean, for existing artists to have like a fair shake. It's like their fans or stands are, are going to overpraise it no matter what it sounds like. Or they're going to be like so upset that they're going to slander it at nauseum no matter what it sounds like. And people that don't like them are just going to, you know what I mean? I feel like um, to get a fair shake, you got to come out strong. Like with with any artist, come out with some music that's immediately uh, accepted and great. And then, and then have some shit for you to still follow, chew on and everything later. Yeah, and then follow follow with some videos. And, yeah, and, and so that like that's even, a good way. Yeah, so if you want to be like recognized as innovative, like you have to do it with like your videos and everything like that. That's a good point. I was just gonna say like for eight months from now, when people are like forgotten about it because they they they, they wrote it off as classic or or butt right away, mm-hmm. you drop a video, people are like, oh yeah, I forgot how great the song was. Yeah, and then you you can refresh them. I do want to say real quick, y'all mother. Y'all people that had say Yeezus is you hate Kanye West Yeezus, but you have College Dropout as his worst album are stupid and you are hypocrites. Like that doesn't even make sense that you hate Yeezus, but College Dropout is his worst album. So you put Yeezus over College Dropout? Who said that? I in the church, like brother, it was like I haven't seen anybody say that anybody that hates Yeezus has it as their worst album. I mean, I I, I seen at least two people do that. I said that College yeah. Dropout was his worst album. Travis said that College Dropout was his worst album. Um, X at the age, Cost Drop Out was his worst album, and we were arguing with everybody. But X, did they say he hated Jesus? I feel like it was X and Trek. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, X did say that shit. Yeah, X, what the fuck? And but and I feel like Esco had Cost Drop Out next to Jesus, but but not last. But I'm still no, like he had uh, the Life of Pablo second last, and he had cause uh, Jesus last, and they had cause drop out like four or five. What are you doing, Esco? Yeah, we about to drop. We are Y U D W Y D. Let's move on. <laughs> What's your next unpopular opinion? How we doing on time? You want to take a music break? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a music break. Um, this music break is untitled because we don't know what it is yet. Just to be, just, just keep it a hundred. But it's about to be some dope shit from the Listen tab. It's gonna be flypapermagazine.com. And I'm sure it's gonna be a great um, independent artist. And absolutely, it's gonna be great. That appreciates your ear, your honest feedback, and your opinions, and your clicks on his or her SoundCloud page and on flypapermusic.com, flypapermagazine.com, flypapermagazine.com. All right, we'll be right back. Walk past with your fine ass and them boy shorts and that beater. Knowing we gone off this Remy. Knowing I'm lit off this reefer. Oh, I know what your problem is. Maybe you ain't been touched in a minute. Maybe you ain't been kissed. Maybe you ain't been held. Maybe you ain't been fucked in a minute. Well, I tell you what. Tonight we can change some things. It could be your mind that the spread of your thighs. I'm just saying, let's arrange some things. I take one more sip. I take one more drag. And now I'm ready. To explore your mind, I wanna touch your soul. That's if you let me, baby. Listen.
I be yo this? Can I be yo that? Can I pick up with them fell short for you? Are you really here? I mean, eye to eye. Or is this just sport for you? Cause the way you have been throwing that thing around, got me thinking that you want me to see more of you. But the signals get mixed when the texts get lost. So all I'm trying to do is be sure of you. What you want? Shit, that's all I wanna know for real. Is you fucking or flirting or fronting? I'm cool anywhere, go for real. I keep it G with you. Shit, you ain't the only one that got options. But the vibe right here, right now. So all a nigga tryna do is get it poppin'. Listen. Once again, that song was a great song by an artist. I'm sure they have a title for it. I'm sure they probably have an EP coming out as well. Make sure you check it out on FlyPaperMagazine.com. You just made that up. They I might did. not have an EP coming out. Just go to FlyPaperMagazine.com, click on the Listen tab, and you can hear that artist and a whole bunch of other dope Columbus artists. Um, if you don't have an EP coming out, WYD fam. You don't have to have an EP coming out because you got Fly Pepper Music and I'm in magazine and that's all that really matters. You don't even know the website. You fucked me up, bro. Pulse. Pulse. So, Extreme Pulse. What is your second unpopular opinion? So, my next unpopular opinion is that Kanye is a new standard bearer for uh, creative and music and Beyonce is the new Michael Jackson. Did I ever talk about that last week? Mm, kind of, but like we didn't really have like a conversation or anything about it. So when I say this, because I, I was going back and forth about how I wanted to describe it. Like, I want to say that Beyonce is the new standard bearer, Kanye West is the new Michael, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, like, Kanye, he just broke the record for the most pirated streams from Pirate Bay, I want to say. Is that the the big uh, hacker yeah. or whatever? Yeah, for the life of Pablo. So, <laughs> he trying to sue him. Kanye is? Yeah. That's funny. You know the nigga 53 million in debt. <laughs> um, but I, I say this to say that when he does something or whatever, like the whole world is like watching and everything. And then they take it and they try and ad- adapt. Well, not even adapt. It's just, it's like raising the bar or whatever. It's like what I did, is it up at this level yet? You know what I mean? Is it 
as good as this? Is it going to get the same reaction as this? Is everybody going to, am I breaking the internet? You know what I mean? Um, I think part of it is his relationship with Kim. I think that part of it is the fact that he's so outspoken and controversial. I think part of it is the fact that he is so divisive as a uh, person and everything. But um, no matter what he does, it's kind of like what he said back in 2007. Uh, no matter what you feel about gay, at least you feel something. That was actually 2005. My apologies. Um, but I say he's the new standard bearer. He just but said that on the album somewhere too, didn't he? It was 2005, late registration. No, he said that on this album. Something about like, if, if people were talking, at least I'd rather have him talking than not talking at all. I feel like that was on yeah, one yeah, of the songs. Yeah, he did. By the church, my hand, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been saying the same shit or whatever, like over the course of his career. But my point is, is that he's the new standard bearer for what it means to be a great musician, a great artist. And, 2016 at the very least or whatever like if you do it it's like well is this album like for the rest of the year like everybody's album is going to be compared to the life of pablo um like his concert his stage and everything people consistently say you know kanye west has the best concert that i've ever been to with it like whether it be the watch the throne tour or coachella or the um what's the one that he did with rihanna back in like 2008 glow in the dark yeah glow in the dark tour that was with rihanna i thought it was with uh nerd i just named the I don't even know. Yeah, it was with Rihanna. Okay. Um, NERD was on it too, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like, she opened up for him. That was like the Umbrella Days, I want to say. Ella, Ella. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, just from that, and then the fact that he, like, did an album listening party at the Madison Square Garden or whatever, it's like, you know, from there, like, you know, it's just, it's going to be compared to him. He's a trendsetter, huh? Yeah, a trendsetter. Um, Or at the very least, like, yeah, a trendsetter. A bar setter. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know if I'm if I'm wrong, man, niggas are gonna jump down my throat for this pause. Uh, before the Sway interview, doesn't it? Well, since the Sway interview, doesn't it kind of feel like these radio interviews, like the YouTube uh, sharing of them, has been a lot more um, prevalent? Like, doesn't it kind of feel like those YouTube uh, radio interviews have? gone up or whatever like the the videos and everything being shared like amongst like people and everything i think it's more of a sign of the times than it was actually... yeah definitely a sign of the times but i'm saying like when like what would you say it was like the beginning of the transition of it i was thinking about this the other day and i was like was it the sway interview like when you like you ain't got to answer sway and like going around ebro and all that type of stuff Can no. it kind of you don't think so what would you think would be the first one then I don't know what the first one is but but like the would tra- you say that was the beginning of the era then no uh the breakfast club started that well, I know the Breakfast Club did it, but I'm talking about like people like like regularly sharing. <laughs> Bro, I'm stuff. disagreeing with you. No, uh, like it did not start with Kanye. I know um, it didn't start with Kanye. I'm asking. It didn't it get started. heavy with Kanye. Like it started when Breakfast Club. Um, like they actually blew up off of not not because of their radio show, but people got to their radio show more off the YouTube links than actually listened to it. And I would say that it, it was probably like a year or two before the Kanye thing. So like 2011, 2012. Okay, okay. But um, Beyonce. Oh yeah, and Beyonce like somebody was like. Well, Beyonce, she's a, a standard bearer too. And I don't know if she's really a standard bearer as much as she is a, she's she's just a force or whatever. She's like a, follow me really quick. If you're thinking about Greek mythology, like she's a god. Like she might not be like the god that like you pray to, or like she might not be the god of 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 like a crops and you're a farmer or something like that. But you still recognize the fact that she's like out like extremely like prominent in what she does do. So, like, she released an album, 
I mean, not an album. She released a song and then she performed it at the Super Bowl. Like, other people aren't going to be judged by that same standard. But that's the type of shit that you can only do when you're up on Beyonce's level. You know what I mean? She got an album? No, nah, I, I meant to say. Well, I, I was just wondering because uh, the 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 church informant said that she does have one coming out by the end of the year. So okay, um, and like even like the releasing the album, the surprise album, and the whole video and everything. Like nobody else has done that because nobody else feels like they have to do that. You know what I mean? Whereas with Kanye, like I feel like people. They, they're thinking that they have to make like the best album of their career or whatever. And I think the Kendrick did the same thing with Good Kid Mad City and the Control Verse and everything like that. And then Drake was doing it for a while, but he kind of got redundant. So yeah, Beyonce's the new MJ. And I think that she's done enough now to this point where she can, I, we can say that it's not disrespectful. I don't know why everybody is always so concerned with holding on to like legends and idols and it's like they're untoppable and everything like that. It's like as time goes on, you want people to be better and be greater. So I'm gonna say something that ain't gonna make no sense right now. That's because you're young. Why? I I I I can't put it in a sense to where somebody that's. I mean, and this is no offense. No, I get that. I I get the feeling of not wanting, like for example, Space Jam or whatever, right? Right. And as an adult, I know that that shit isn't the best. Like a kids movie, or maybe even better, The Lion King, right? Love The Lion King, but it's not the best movie to come out in the past twenty three years. One day from now, somebody's gonna say Artist X is bigger than Kanye West, and you're not gonna agree with it. No, I'm not gonna. I don't think because it's like saying that I don't think that any Disney movie is better than The Lion King, bro. The, the, <laughs> like what you experienced when you was like ten is different than what you experienced in your twenties, and it's gonna be hard to let go of that in the future. And I know you're not gonna agree with it right now because you're in Nigga, that moment. You're not that much older than me though. You're like eight years older than me, bro. Eight, like, and, and and that's another thing. You don't think eight years is a long time? It's not a long time, bro. Eight years? This is really not a long time. All right, I'm gonna ask you that again. Eight, eight years from now, huh? Bro. I'm gonna ask you again. Eight. How are your dog gonna be eight years? Too damn old. Exact, bro. I'm, I'm just saying, like, and, and this is not like. I'm gonna be eleven. I remember when I was in high school. Um, I, I may have told a story on the podcast where if I did, you gonna sit through it anyway. Uh, when I was in high school, I played football and there was this one specific particular practice when, uh, I was a junior and we had a whole bunch of cut ups on the team and they was just acting up. And so we constantly had to run over and over again. And I wasn't one of them. I, like, I just did what I was told. And so, uh, one of my classmates just stopped asking the coach. He's like, man, why are we always going to run? Like, 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 we're not doing nothing wrong. He's like, and, and the coach was like, listen, and the coach was probably like, this is one assistant coaches. He's like 25, 26. He's like, I'm going to tell you something you ain't going to understand, but when you get older, you are. Like, you got to run just because you got to. Like, I can sit here and tell you that that, that it's a team sport, and, and even though, like, you're being punished for something you didn't do, you're not really going to understand until you get older. And I really didn't understand that until I got older, and I understand the whole team dynamic. But And, so, and I can also see how, at that age, no matter nothing you could have told me would have made me think, like, oh, yeah, I understand the responsibility. So let me ask you. Do you th- disagree with the notion that legends can't be re- of a place? No. So you think that the greatest of all time is going to be the greatest of all time? No, oh, I'm sorry. Into perpetuity. I. Well, you're confused me. So what I'm trying to say is legends can be replaced. That's all I was saying. But, what, why do I have to wait until I'm older to to say that? Like, it doesn't have to be 
so quick to be like, oh, okay, well, Beyonce's doing this no, and based I'm on the not, numbers. I'm not like eager to replace MJ or nothing like that. I'm just like looking at, I'm saying that Beyonce makes this generation what MJ has meant to many generations. How before. can you say that when you weren't part of that generation? I was though. I wasn't born in the 80s and everything like that, but I have a huge love and endearment for Michael Jackson too. That's all my mom played in the 90s. If you weren't born in the 80s, then how do you know his impact in the 80s? Okay. I'm saying from my perspective, that's like saying if I if I wasn't born in the 90s or whatever, how could or if since I was only born in the 90s, how could I know what Michael J- Jordan meant to so many people? That's like because I do like like I do. That's different because sports is more leaning on um, stats. Yeah, but I'm saying if I watch the documentaries, right? If I seen the concert footage, if like if I go through and I watch it myself or whatever, like I just watch it on repeat, or repeat, repeat, hear the way that people talk about them and all that type of stuff, and then I see the same exact type of stuff being created now for Beyonce. See the same exact type of footage being created now for Beyonce. It's not the same. Okay. It, it's not the same that okay. So like you you can watch concert footage and documentaries. So what's good enough for you? Can you let me explain? Yeah. If you see. YouTube footage of people passing out at, at, at Michael Jackson concerts, and you're actually around people daily that rave and rant over Michael Jackson and cry the the way that you're around people daily that talk about Beyonce. Like that's a different experience. So why can't I say? Well, how 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 then are we able to say that Michael Jackson is bigger than the Beatles? Who says that? A lot of people say. It. Are these people that? Grew up in both eras. No, and that's my whole point. It's like the way that you see people like talk about the Beatles and everything. It's like that's how they talk about Michael, which is the way that people talk about Beyonce now. It's like there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying because Michael Jackson can't meet Michael Jackson can't be Michael Jackson for every era of people for the rest of his for the rest of eternity because every era of people. So we start right there because you're making two different points. No, that's I what, don't disagree with that. But that's, what, what, that's what my whole point is. I'm clarifying that that's what I mean when I say it. And, and and so what I'm trying to say to you is that you can't measure impact based off of what you see online in history. I'm not. If you just say you agree with what I'm saying, then why are you still looking for a fight? I'm not looking for a fight. But what I'm saying is that can somebody re- replace legends? Yes. Based on what you're saying, like that That's doesn't it. mean that they replace it. No, <laughs> I'm not saying replace it. I'm saying they are what... Beyonce is to this generation. Your original stand. I'm, I'm fixing it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And say you misunderstood what I was trying to communicate. Maybe it's my fault for not communicating what I was trying to say correctly. But now what I'm telling you right now is what I meant when I initially said it. Bro, well, you didn't think before you speak. How about that? Okay. You know, sometimes shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, okay. let me just also say real quick what's that thing Kanye West tweeted about? Something about being able to change your mind? Uh. Because uh-huh. I, I wanted to counter that in person, like just so we get a better understanding instead of like chat back and forth uh, uh, in a group chat, especially among, among other people. Go ahead and find it real quick. And while we're taking this break, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And I can't be more adamant about having you follow our social media accounts because there's a lot of good interaction that goes on on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. A wise man should be humble enough to admit when he's wrong and change no. his mind based on new information. Oh, yes. That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, here's the thing about that. Hold on. Let me read it again so everybody can hear. So the quote that we're talking about, kind of he tweeted, a wise man should be humble enough to admit when he's wrong and change his mind based on new information. So excuse me. my thing about that is that I agree with that. 
But if every time you're, and I'm, I'm not saying you, but there are people that every time your stance is challenged, you change your mind, then what that means in the future, when you say something, like who's going to stand behind you because your mind might change because like either the thought wasn't like it wasn't well thought out or you're not explaining it correctly or you just might change your mind in the future. And that's why that statement is dangerous. Yes, you can change your mind. But if I say in my expert opinion, um, so-and-so is going to be the biggest artist of all time. And then in the future, I'm like, well, I don't really believe that way. Like, like, so what's wrong with that? So then how do you expect anybody to put any stock into what you're saying? If it can be changed at any point. Well, I guess it depends on the reason why you change it. You know what I mean? Like if, Say, for example, Andrew Luck, right? Mm-hmm. When he first came out, everybody was like, you know, he's about to be the greatest quarterback of all time and everything. Right. And then it's like after three seasons, it's like, well, I've seen a bigger body of work. I see what happens when he's up against, like, professional talent and all that type of stuff or whatever. I no longer think that because, like, I have new information ahead of me. Right. And so – But that's different than somebody saying, oh, I think that he's about to be greatest for talking. He's about to be great. It's like those niggas that, like, they tweet – Every different result that can happen for the NFL season, and then after after the season's over, they just go and they delete all the ones that are wrong. I'm no. glad you brought that example up because that is my second unpopular opinion. I feel like Cam Newton is peaked. Really? Yeah. I think. I, oh my bad. Go ahead. And, and let me tell you why. Um, I feel like um, he had such a breakout season, kind of how compared to RG3's uh, first year, but Cam Newton had a way better defense. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Teams now have the blueprint on how to beat them, and it's now shown that under pressure, um, he like gets flustered. Which I mean, based off of how Denver's defensive line was playing in the Super Bowl, there's not too many quarterbacks that can stand there and still make the right decisions. But if you're that easily fl- flustered when there's pressure in front of you, um, you're gonna have to learn how to improve on that. Not to say that he can't, but I also tie this kind of into his like his little bit of. His slight arrogance, not the way it's over-exaggerated in the media, but I feel like his slight arrogance is going to cause him to not um, improve on his accuracy and his his cool-headedness under pressure. So that combined with defenses knowing how to play him now, just based off of what Atlanta did and what um, Denver did. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm blanking out. Yeah, I feel like Cam Newton has peaked. And even though he's getting one of his best receivers back next year, um, and, and by peaked, what I mean is that great quarterback, but not greatest of all time. I don't know about that, um, but still elite talent. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't disagree. Well, I don't know. I, I want to see what he does next year. I mean, like, because you got to realize he did all this without any real, like, offensive help. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of elevated the the abilities of his wide receivers and his like halfback and all that type of shit or whatever. I feel like he had a good tight end. His um, but like, every, everybody else on his team like like he made them better. You know what I mean? Like could anybody else have taken that team to the I feel like, I I feel like the system made him better. Not to say that possibly yeah. Not to say that wasn't his talent because like nobody else has those athletic gifts. Mm-hmm. But it's not like. Um, it, it was because of dead on accuracy or super duper arm strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't think that. So I, so, so I, I think it's his dual threatness or whatever. Right. That, yeah. And so that also, goes into the system though that you're talking about, right? Yeah. That. But um, imagine what will happen if he gets some a real like deep threat weapon. You know what I mean? He has deep threats. Who? Tegan? 
Bro, defense speed. Like, ain't nobody faster than – like, Tekken got top three speed. Yeah, he's fast and everything, but, like – What I'm saying is that if he had Calvin Johnson yeah. and, and, he, and he's not accurate under pressure, it don't matter. All right. I, so, I, I, I that's kind of what I'm doing. And um, my second spinoff as far as sports is concerned is that I don't think LeBron James is going to win another ring. You don't? And, and, and that has less to do with him <sighs> – and more to do with like the competitions out there. He definitely like you know. I have a, a counter counter opinion. I think that the Warriors about to hit a lull. Like I think that they're they. I think that the All Star break was like kryptonite for them, or whatever. And I think that they're not going to go to the finals. If like yeah, I don't think they're going to go to the finals. Based on what? I don't know. I just got this feeling or whatever. I don't feel like they're going to the finals. I don't know who's going to beat them. Malcolm White is a. Cavaliers fan for the no, record. I am a Cavaliers fan, <laughs> but I didn't say that the Cavs are going to beat them. I think that also if, um, the Warriors just signed Anderson Varejao. For the record, that, that has nothing to do with nothing. I'm just making sure everybody out there knows. Why you got to bring up old shit, man? <laughs> they just have it 24 hours ago. <laughs> it's just so painful. No, nah, I mean uh, you had to bring that up. I will say that um, I think that the Clippers follow me. The Clippers, the Rockets. Yeah, I'm done. No, I'm being so serious. I don't know why. Like, I just got this feeling. The Rockets don't play no defense, first of all. The Rockets, the Clippers, Clippers. injury, or the Thunder are going to get in the way of of the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to go ahead and say that the the only error in your conversation is everything you just said (laughs) because you didn't mention the Spurs. No, but I, I think that if the Spurs go, then they'll meet them in the Western Conference Finals. And then I think that... The Spurs got a better chance of beating the, the All-Star team. Yeah, but I think that the Spurs won't... Like, if the uh, if the Golden State Warriors don't go to the Finals, I don't think it will be because of the Spurs. I think they'll get knocked out before they face the Spurs. I feel like the Clippers is the best matchup for them, just because... But I feel like the Clippers' problem is that um, they just added... Like, they just tooled too much of their roster, and it's going to be hard to gel before the playoffs come. Yeah. But um, so I mean, like I said, it's not uh, based on any type of principle. It's not based, it's based on, on the principle. Hate? No, it's <laughs> not. Like I, I just, I just feel like you. Know, I had the same sinking feeling last year when we won Game One and the Finals and everything. It's Listen, like I just feel like we're not going to win this year. I feel like it's also based on the principle of uh, you want to see light-skinned people win. Yeah, fuck them niggas, bro. <laughs> Even though Seth Curry is like the. Like the every nigga, you know what I mean? And, and Clay Thompson is like the second coming of uh, Elder Bars on the yeah. low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But, uh, yeah, that's my unpopular, my second one. What's yours? Um, I think that Future is, he's peaked. <laughs> All right, no argument next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I was thinking that when we were talking about music earlier, how, like, you remember Purple Rain? Or, or evil, or if, if I name some songs, can you tell me which is on which project? I just feel like the only thing, the only cure for future is new music, which would just be new future music to replace the old future music. Exactly. I, I feel like the only thing that's different is um, what a time to be alive, and less to do with Drake and more to do with um, the production. Like, Jump Man is just like a, a great name of a song and a great great branding opportunity there. But the rest of them songs, uh, which were probably good when they came out, but are they really good. still? Man, we forgot here. They're so good. Like what? Diamonds Dancing still good? I was about to say Diamonds Dancing, actually. And Live from the Gutter. And uh, Digital Underground. I'm just going to go ahead and... And Jersey. Yeah, still good. I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm Future Prince fans probably ain't listening to that shit no more. I'm still listening to it. Oh, yeah, because you are you speak for everybody. So I'm just saying, like, it's my podcast, so fuck y'all. <laughs> At least you came out and admitted it. 
I mean, yeah, but, it's I mean, your podcast too. Like, if you say this is my podcast, I wouldn't be salty about do it. Do you want to go ahead and expand on that future thing, or? Nah, I mean, like, I just feel like this is exactly what you said. Like, like it feels like he, he has to do something innovative, like he did. I mean, it, it feels like with future, like niggas are more caught up in the hype that it's like another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than the music actually being like dope or whatever. You know what Kinda I mean? Kind of how like DJ Khaled oversaturated. Like his albums, they, they, at one at one time they were good. Now it's just more oversaturation of the yeah. same stuff. Uh, but I feel like Future, if he does something else that's innovative, like collaborating with an artist like Drake, which is the opposite of him. Yo, can you imagine like a, a Future Kanye project or like a Future Kendrick project or Future J. Cole project? Or how about a Future Kanye Drake song, which is supposed to be coming according to Kanye West? What would be dope is if Future kind of like hired himself off as like a, a mercenary or whatever. And just did mixtapes with like people all around the industry or whatever. Like that would be dope. Or if he just did more features, like uh, the ASAP Fur feature, which is crap. I'm on a new look. No, I was saying like, like, can you imagine like a feature like scheduled like a uh, like mixtape? Like I'm gonna come out with four mixtapes a year, but they're not gonna be feature mixtapes. Like one was gonna be with Big Sean, one was gonna be with Drake. Well, he already did one with Drake. One's gonna be with Big Sean. One's gonna be with ASAP Fur. One's gonna be with Pusha T. One's gonna be with. Um, Kanye. I don't know. Like those are all Mine's four. Her. Those are four people that he's worked with for whatever. And then each one, and, and maybe not a full mixtape, just EP or whatever. Like I think that that would be something like really interesting that he would do. And then each time it would be a different sound or whatever. And then that would really cement the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm like really one of the greatest of all time. Or like I'm really able this diverse shit, or whatever I can do better than other people can. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think um. His value is like when it doesn't sound redundant, and yeah. the only way to do that is to either have his own album with a whole bunch of features, or just do collaborations. So, I think that mixtape idea would be a great idea. He should probably call him. Yeah, let me call up Future Hendrix, man. So, my last unpopular opinion. I got one more after this. We did for done three. All right. Yeah. Well, I've already done three. Oh yeah. Huh? Kanye and uh, Standard Bear. Kanye Beyonce. Yeah, future, and then I did the first one. Oh, you did. You're yeah. right. Um. So before the podcast started, we were talking about racism and prejudice, and so there seems to be a conflict of ideas on what the definition of racism or prejudice is. So I want to speak of racism as, as terms of basically grouping people together and having preconceived ideas about them as a whole based on the actions of a few. Do you define it? That's not racist. What do you define it as? Can you say that one more time? I want to make sure I heard you. Um, judging a group of people based on their... Well, actually, it's not even racism because like, the comment I'm about to make is not based on race at all. It's uh, prejudice and, and discriminating. And I, and my popular opinion is that people do a lot more of that than, than they're willing to admit. And so people like need to go, stop going out of their way to, to overreact when other people do it against them. And in general, we talked about this on the podcast before, but it's kind of like when black people get mad when um, white people treat them bad for being black, but then they have a problem with gay people. Mm-hmm. And I you feel see, like... that's prejudice. Yeah. I mean, well, I, obviously that's not racism because like it, it's, gay people aren't a race. You know what I mean? So, right, yeah. But... Um, and I, bigotry, that's what it is, my bad. Bigotry, yeah, you're right. So, and I feel like this is a problem, like, for example, all cops aren't bad. Um, 
is there a problem with um, excessive force and p police brutality, especially when it comes to um, white officers against minorities? Yes, but every situation can't automatically be like if you're really out there thinking that every time a white white cop shoots a black person, uh, especially if they're unarmed, it's because they were either afraid of them because of their prejudice against them or they were trying to take out some kind of um, race race anger they have against them. Like, that can't be it every time. And I think that sometimes we just step back and give some people the benefit of the doubt as if we would want the same benefit of the doubt. Just like if um, if you're a black person and you go, um, if you get caught with, with weed or something, like, and they automatically assume you're a drug dealer, you wouldn't like like that. So why have that same notion about all white people? or all? And this might sound like a personal thing. It's not really a personal thing, but it just goes with the subject. Like black people are super prejudiced against Asian people, right? Really? Like black people in general. I don't know. Maybe it's just my uh, perspective, but Asian jokes seem to be the funniest. And like, I, and I, I'm Asian like, Asian jokes do be happening all the time. Now that I think about it, and I'm just like, you know, if white people made these jokes about black people, like you'd be up in arms about it. Or even people that like discriminate against gay people. I'm like. Or, or women, like, that, that's the worst to me is that black men don't like the way that white people treat them, but they treat women in general, black or otherwise, like shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, all women do this or all women do that. And I'm like, man, like, don't, don't you see how this is, like, this just keeps the cycle going of the wrong kind of thinking instead of just... I feel like if we just take a step back and try to look at things from the other person's perspective, whether they're white, gay, um, Muslim, female, short, whatever. don't got beard, ugly. Right. I mean, if we just stopped and <laughs> consider, uh, if we, it, it really just goes back to the fundamental um, idea. If we treated people the way we want to be treated, not in the or same way. Or the way actions, we want people around, that we love to be treated. If we just gave people the same respect and I don't know what the end was going to be. But, yeah, I, I just feel like the world would be a better place. And that's all I have to do. Let me step off my soapbox for a minute. So, um, I, this is, I feel, feel like, is the uh, best breakdown. The difference between bigotry, prejudice, and racism. So, prejudice is prejudging somebody. I think you said that, right? Yeah. Like, that's literally what the breakdown of the word means. So, like, anybody can be prejudiced against anybody, and there's no power dynamic involved. Bigotry is stronger than prejudice. It's a more severe mindset, often accompanied by discriminatory behavior. It's arrogant and mean-spirited, so, but requires neither systems of power to engage in. I don't mean to cut you off, but... So, so the, black people can be bigots. Bigotry... Is more of an action, yeah. Than discriminating, just like an idea, like oh, yeah, you can discriminate will. for whatever, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can. Or all short people are stupid, you know, something like that. Yeah, okay. that's um, that's prejudice. What you're talking about, like all short people what's are discriminating. Discri discriminating is acting on on it. So what's bigotry? Then? Bigotry is like it's like the, it's a hate of somebody. Or okay, gotcha. Okay, you see what I mean? And then racism, that's a system that allows the racial group that's already in power to retain power. So it's like where are you getting this information from? It doesn't matter. I'm saying that that's like what I, I'm asking you for reference purposes. It's online or whatever, but it, this is it's just a, a website or whatever. But like in every like class or whatever I've ever taken, that's how it's been break, broken down. And everything. So just to play devil's advocate, because I just looked this up. Why is the definition different? 
in like different like. I just think that that's just layman's terms right here. Okay. Whereas those are the words are kind of convoluted and everything. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, but I I think that if you put these up against the definition, then that'll like it'll It'll match. Yeah, it'll melt out. Maybe the definition you're giving of racism is more put in place of like um, when when it comes to economics and sociology. Exactly. Whereas the the root definition of racism is just like just thinking a race is the same. Okay, I got you. It's kind of like faggot. Like how faggot initially was about cigarette butts or whatever, but now what it really means, or well, not what it really means, how it's used is like talking about like a swastika, gay people, like a swastika, swastika, like a swastika as well. That just popped up on Facebook, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that, but, all of that. So, um, I mean, like, where's your unpopular opinion and all that? Um, is that people like, I, and you know, I said all that and I forgot what it was. It's it's, it's actually two ideas. Get up and rant. Yeah, exactly. It's actually two ideas. It's that um, people are quick to call somebody racist or they're being prejudiced or discriminatory when they're just doing the same actions that you know. We should actually. I'll say that for uh, off the podcast. Um, Just don't let me forget. It has something to do with your rants and everything. Uh, Can I go to my last one? Yeah. All right. So my last unpopular opinion is that that Kendrick Lamar Grammy performance was overrated extremely like everybody was like this is the greatest thing ever blah 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 and it was cool it wasn't bad but i didn't even think that was his best live performance that he's done over the past year or second best for that matter i'm glad you brought that up what because i completely agree people like i mean i get it you know you're happy i understand that he did that at the grammys yeah that song and those lyrics exactly and i i can't i can't knock that whatever but if we're just talking about the musicality of the performance or whatever like if that was if I seen Untitled One, I saw Untitled Two, I saw what he did at uh, when he did I and all that type of stuff, and then I saw him. I'm like, oh yeah, he about to melt it at the Grammys. I saw him do that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Beyonce's performance was better. Yeah, Beyonce's performance was way better. And I think, like, not necessarily the message, but the um, it's the performance was better. The the, the production of it. As well. Yeah, the production. I'm glad you brought that up. I did another unpopular opinion. That formation song is trash. That formation song is hot garbage. Seven Eleven is better than that. Formation is trash. If that song would have came out while I watched the video, people wouldn't be talking about it. I'm sorry, the Beehive would be talking about it. But formation is trash. And and I say trash the way we all use trash by just saying like I didn't like it. But to to give you a more accurate description, formation is overrated. Now tell me the song formation isn't overrated. I'm glad you agree. I'm sorry. I was really just trying to like gather my thoughts. I, like you hit me like um, blindsided. I wasn't expecting that. How if you take away Beyonce on that song, the beat alone is enough to carry the entire song. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like nigga, this shit is so fucking. Mesmerizing, <laughs> bro. Fuck out of here. The beat, the production no. alone is so mesmerizing that the song can never be trash. No, the production, the production, you're on crazy. It. Maybe you don't remember it. Maybe you don't remember it. I just listened to it yesterday, so I do remember it actually. I I heard this song on the radio for the first time like a week ago. That was your first time hearing it, yeah. Bruh, like, why does it matter when I heard it? My because it was a week, it wasn't this morning, it wasn't in the car. 
Yes. Was it Terrell sound? Was it loud? It came on the radio, and the only reason I knew it was Beyonce is because of that hot sauce line. I'm like, this is what people have been ranting and raving over? You got to be shitting me. So you haven't even seen the video? I've seen the video. How, how, I saw how, it afterwards. I was like, let me go look at this video. Oh, that's why people like it, because it's a powerful message, and because the thing she's saying is so... Now, I want to throw that, that word into the, the bank of words that niggas need to stop saying. Trash? No, powerful message. I'm so sick of people it's saying, a powerful message. how, how, people just say powerful message whenever it's something that's quote unquote woke or quote unquote conscious or whatever. <laughs> Bro, it's like, saying powerful message is way better than saying woke. No. That, that's a catchphrase. It, the, that's a buzzword. It's so powerful message. Woke is like People say powerful message, like I can say, uh, you know, black people really out here struggling or whatever, and that'd be the whole crux of my video or whatever. Before we, uh, go, that was any, a powerful before we go any further, what was the powerful this? message about the formation video? So it wasn't a powerful I'm asking, message. I'm asking. Are you telling me it wasn't? I'm asking. Or are you just trying to ask me to I have to a point. Whoa. My point is, is that there you could describe it in a better way that isn't so universally whack or whatever. Instead, of just saying it's a powerful message. Like, that's corny to me. It's like saying, "Oh yeah, them niggas is really woke." So, was it a powerful message or no? I mean... <laughs> was the video a powerful message, yes a, or no? <laughs> it, was an, it was an important important statement. That's what I was saying. But it wasn't powerful. Was it a message, yes? Was it powerful, yes? I don't even know if it was a message, though. <laughs> it was a statement. It wasn't a message. It was a message. Stop killing us. That's what people say. It's like, oh, the message stopped killing us. It's like, no. That was a scene from the movie. That wasn't the overall theme Listen. of the entire video. I'm glad we're winding down the podcast because at this point, I feel like you just want to argue. I know, no. I'm you being, can't tell me. I'm being dead ass. Like, name it one music video where it was shot to a song that didn't have a message. You can't tell me that that song didn't have a message. It wasn't. It was a statement. There's a difference in that. Because a message is like, I'm trying to convince you of, of something. That, convincing has nothing to do with a message. No, it does, though, because it's the intent behind it. So I'm saying, like, I don't think Beyonce... A message doesn't have to, have to be convincing, bro. <laughs> The intent behind it, I feel like Beyonce wasn't trying to, like, to say something to everybody. It's like, hey, this is a message I want to... Like, if it was a powerful message, what was the message that was being sent? I know the statement she was making, but what was the message she was sending? You're mincing words here because you're going to have an argument. I'm not. I don't want to have an argument. I'm just tired of people saying this shit. <coughs> tired of people saying, powerful message, powerful message, powerful message. Everything's a fucking powerful message. If it's not about Zanny, then it's a powerful message. <laughs> 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 like, like this shit, it really like grates my skin. You know what I mean? I, I still don't understand how it was in the pile. Well, you haven't told me how it is. So, <laughs> w- w- what I hear you saying is that <coughs> describe it better. That's all. Okay, so that doesn't mean it wasn't a power message. It doesn't that, mean it's a power message. That's exactly it, what it means. It wasn't a power message. It just means that power message is overused. It is overused. That's like me saying, "Oh, that song is um classic." Like describe better than that. Yes, that doesn't mean it wasn't a classic. Yes, or, it does. Or, or, or if I say a song is good. Well, what do you mean? Everybody says everything is good. That doesn't mean it wasn't good. But what, is, wanted... what, did, what was the power? What was powerful about the message that she sent? What she sent was an important, important statement. It was about unapologetic self love. Like that, that was what she was saying. She was like, "I love myself. I love my man. I love being black. I love black people." That's the statement that she was saying on it. It's okay to be black. Like that's what the entire video was about. That's what the entire song was about. It's, that's not a message. It's just a a statement. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro, listen. <sighs> I just really got riled up. Because formation is trash. Formation is not trash. I'm not going to let you just slander that in the light. Formation is not good. Formation is actually very good. Very good. It's better than the 7-Eleven. 
It's Seven Eleven on Ebonics. I feel like. What do you think about the Roundup videos? Have you seen those? I haven't seen work videos. Oh, uh, do you want to watch it real quick? No, no, you should watch it. I'm definitely gonna watch it, but I feel like the the song formation. She did two of them. Uh, yeah, I heard yeah. the song formation. The song is like the Seven Eleven video, to where it's something that I feel like she made it super relatable, and it's not even relatable so, though. I mean, what's relatable about formation? I take my nigga on my uh, private helicopter, like or the Red Lobster line. All right, one Red she, Lobster. She's line. trying to make herself seem one Red Lobster. She's line. trying to make herself seem like an everyday girl. Like, like is that what she was doing? Maybe she likes Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. Oh, so but there was no message, right? Fuck out of here! That's not a message. She's talking to herself. Amen. Listen, if I say, "Hey, Malcolm, I'm gonna go to the store," that's a message. That no matter the fucking intent, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. That's okay. a statement. That's a declaration. <laughs> That's not a message. It's a declaration. I'm about to go to the store. Thank I, you for declaring I your would status, say, your current status. I would say I would look up the definition, but you just don't believe the definition. No, fuck yeah. I'll look up the definition. It don't matter because whatever it says, you like if it don't agree with what you're saying, you're going to try to refute it. Like the definition of racism, bro. Message. A verbal, written, or recorded communication sent or left for a recipient who cannot be get contacted directly. So, like a music video. Get the fuck out of here. Record it to people that can't get it directly. It says a significant... Oh, you know, this one more makes your point, and it's actually relevant to what we're saying. So, fuck you, first and foremost, and listen to me. A significant point or central theme, especially one that has political, social, or moral importance. So, you ain't got to say it. Don't. I have Bring new information. <laughs> <laughs> Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. That's your cue, nigga. <laughs> I was laughing. You should just end it. Oh, uh, shit. Are we still going? Yep. Nigga, just end it. I just want to say the past five minutes has, has been a um, classic Burn and Malcolm argument. That's what you guys tune in for. Let the church say amen. Yeah, bitch.